senorita Really nice to meet ya Have some tequila and stay this week on Squatch and Margaritas, it's my girl, Jax Ditto, a recently divorced mom of two. She's a trainer. She's fit mom goals. And she's in a new relationship that she didn't see coming. Here's my episode with Jax Ditto. We have a lot <laughs> to catch oh, up my, on. <laughs> so much to catch up yeah. on. Um, I need you back in my life because I was in the sickest shape of my life when I was working out with you. Yes, girl. I don't have that anymore. Yep. You need me, girl. You would like get my attention if you felt that I yep. wasn't working and you were just taking the class. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. Well, I knew you were capable of more and sometimes you don't grab, you know, you try a weight and you know, you can do heavier. And sometimes I'm like, I'm already in the middle of my set. Like I don't want to grab another weight. So I was always there to push you. Cause I knew you, I knew you could do more. You push my fitness to another level. And I think like our story had you just recently moved to DC? I know you moved to DC for your ex's job. Yep. Yep. We moved to DC in 2018, Okay. 2019. Yeah. And it was kind of funny because I had no prior experience in coaching. Oh, and yeah, none. <laughs> and this girl, Allison, the uh, I manager of shred, um, she reached out and was like, you know, she found me somehow and asked if I, you know, wanted to entertain that idea. And I was like, Oh God, no, like I could never get behind a microphone and do all that. And then I just kind of was like, all right, shit, I'll go, I'll go in for this audition. And I did it. And then she hired me. So I was like, Oh God, God bless you, sister. I am shocked. <laughs> I I, yeah, I always no. just, I took your classes. Like, I just thought you'd always yeah. been doing that as a trainer. Like, no. I can't believe yeah. that. Fun fact. Yeah. No, was, yeah. Fun fact. It was my first, first time. And now I'm on the F45 and, um, yeah. So Did I do that. It. I'm not trying to claim anything, but I remember like very quietly being like, dude, like you gotta come. It's, it's harder. I, I shouldn't say harder shred shred 415 is what we're talking about was probably the hardest, like most challenging hour dude. to get through because Unreal. people like you and I would like make ourselves run faster to like compete. But F45 yes. gave me the results. Like, and I, I was telling you I was there and then you came and took a class and then you became a trainer and now you're yep. still at F45. I owe it to you, Aaron. You, <laughs> I you mean, are it. <laughs> that's basically, I just wanted you with me because you push me and yeah, for sure. truth be told, I have not been in a gym since, um, COVID. Like I never went back. Shut up. Because I just started like doing my own thing. I know I'm very lucky to have a gym. In our basement, yeah. we have a treadmill. We have a full set of weight, like free weights. Um, Cause my husband's a retired athlete. So I just kind of do my own thing in the gym. And then we moved, I live in Georgia now. And yeah. so like, I didn't have any connections. Like I don't, I just stopped going to the gym. I mean, I still train, but I, by myself. And I'm like, you said, I'm yeah. not being pushed to that level. I don't have a jacks in my face that I want yep. so badly, <laughs> but you need that. You need that. You need that extra push. You need that like girl community you know, girlfriends to go work out with and brunch with. And that's, it's so important. Um, you are squats I, and margaritas too. So I like that yep. about you. You go hard in yes. the gym and at the bar. Yes, absolutely. hundred <laughs> percent. My post-workout is a drink. It's a margarita. hundred percent. Literally you do squats Literally. and then drink a margarita. That like drew me to you. We both have two kids. Like we're, yep. we're in the gym. We go hard. Like we're athletes. Like we're still training that hard and we push each other. We like cocktails. Yes. We still have fun and enjoy our life. And like my whole message with squats and margaritas was 
when I was living with restriction and deprivation, I weighed 20 pounds more. And now exactly. I, because could you think like as a trainer, like just because of the living in that stress that your body won't let go of fat? A thousand percent. Your cortisol's shot up, you know, you're under eating. Your body is in a constant oh state of starvation. Like yeah. it wants, it wants more. So like, yeah, you see people on the internet that are upping their calories. They're eating the most calories they've ever eaten and they're the most fit they've ever been. It's science. Like if you're under eating, you're not getting the correct nutrients that you need. And um, your body, your body will it. suffer. Your body will suffer. Your body is everything. So. Yeah. And there was two parts of it. I was obviously under eating. I was barely eating, but I was over exercising. Mm-hmm. Like yes. And so my body was like, what the hell? Of course, yeah. we're going to hold on to everything because she won't eat enough. And she's working. She's working out again. Your body didn't know when your next meal was coming. Right. So your body has to trust holding you. On. Yeah. <laughs> and drink eat. some margaritas, eat more squats and margaritas. Yes is the message of the day. So I met you in DC. You were yeah. married. No, you were not. I met you in DC before was, you were married. Yep. We were engaged. Mm-hmm. I was getting married in October of 2019. And you had two boys so, at the time. And I, yep. I had two boys, Jensen and Jace, my heart, yeah, love yeah. them to death. But yeah, we've been together 10 years. So we were dating, um, obviously had two kids before we got married. Um, and damn, that engagement took a long time. I, I had to fight for that ring, man. <laughs> it took, I don't know, <laughs> eight, eight years and two kids later and two different States and, um, to get that ring. But, um, yeah, I feel like our whole 10 years was a little rocky. Um, wow. I was, I was 21 when we met and he was 30. So there was wow. a little bit of an age gap. Um, and I was kind of in that time in my life, I was, you know, in college, like partying and wanting to be out and be seen and like a 21 year old does. (laughs) Exactly. I was young. Um, I just wanted to have fun, but, um, obviously I met him and, um, really liked him. And then, gosh, I think it was maybe nine months of knowing each other. I got pregnant. Wow. So then, yeah, that kind of threw a wrench in. I mean, I knew I always wanted to be a mom. Yeah. Didn't know if I wanted to be a mom at 21 <laughs> when I didn't know what I was doing with my life. So, yeah. um, that was, that was a struggle, but I was, I was happy. Um, and truth, truthfully, I didn't know where our relationship would go after that, you know, and just for people to know your, um, ex is a news anchor. Yep. Yep. He's a news anchor. So where um, you're where at the time when you get pregnant with Jensen? So we were in Fresno where I grew up. So he was actually the sports anchor, um, in Fresno at the time. So that's how we met. We met at a bar. It was like my best friend's 22nd birthday. So we were out at a bar on Thursday night and he just happened to be there. And he knew my best friend because she played basketball at Fresno state and he was a sports anchor. So he he would go to their practices. Exactly. So they knew each other. And I was just with my best friend, like going up to the bar to grab a drink and he was there and they started chatting. And then I started talking to him. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, I got pregnant and I didn't, you know, I didn't have my life figured out. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, I was still living at home at the time. Like I had a lot of figuring out to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so getting pregnant really just made me grow up. And then on top of that, he got a new job in Wisconsin. So I'm literally three months pregnant. We're moving across the country. I've never left my hometown. Wow. So 
I moved to a new state where I know absolutely nobody. Three months later. So you've been with him for a year and you had to move to yes, Wisconsin. My whole, my entire life away with this man. Oh, <laughs> yes. my God. Um, and at the time, you know, I was happy. Like, I was like, this is what I want. I've always wanted a family. I want, I wanted kids. You know, I, I thought I had it all truthfully. Um, but there was a lot of struggles along the way as well, just because moving to a new state, knowing nobody, I was very isolated. He worked. Um, so I felt like I was, you know, I was at home a lot and that's truthfully after I had Jensen, that's what got me into fitness. Like I was like, I am so out of shape. I need to do something. So so I moved to a new state by myself and you know, I'm, things happened in relationships as they do. Um, I think I got a little bit resentful of just being home all the time and like taking care of the kid of yeah. Jensen because I only had one at the time. Right. Um, so yeah, you know, just the hardships of balancing his work and me not having a job and me being a staying at home mom and all that stuff. So it was rough, but I got through it. And then did you have Jace there, like in Wisconsin? Yep. Um, three years later, then we had Jace. And then um, after that, that's when we moved to D.C. So he got a, the news job in D.C. So then we moved our whole life out to D.C. for like a year and a half. You were yeah. only there a year and a half. Yeah, we were supposed to be there for three years. And then his something happened with his contract. I don't know. And then... Um, they cut it short. So then, yeah, I think it was like 15 months. We ended up being there. Then I must've so, met you. I feel like I knew you for at least a year and a half. So I must've met you yeah, like right, right when, when you got there. Exactly. And I remember at one point you just looked so sad. And I was like, what is the problem? She's like, we're moving. Like he's looking at, I think at one point it was Columbus, Ohio. Cause I was like, that's where I'm from. Yes, <laughs> it was. He, he flew out there for um, an interview and thank God that actually didn't end up working. Cause Bitch. No offense. But, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no offense. I'm fine. Not my, not my scene. Not your jam. Um, but you yeah. had to reestablish yourself again after you had this amazing Correct. girl mom squad of fitness. Exactly. Like again, it's yep. like, oh, yep. here we go again. Like I don't blame but, you for being resentful, and you're not yeah. married, so tough. you're kind of like, Ex- dude, what am I doing all this for? Like, is this going to happen? You I know? Yeah. 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 It was rough, and. Yeah, like you said, I met all these like amazing people, like would get really close with them, would love a job that I was in, and then boom, we're moving again. And of course, that's that's not his fault. That's not my fault. It's just yeah. kind of the name of the game with his career. So um, yeah, it was just moving around a lot and having to start over, which is never really fun. No, and I, I haven't t- like caught up with you in person like this, like face-to-face since you moved to Wisconsin. Yeah. So how long into the Wisconsin move were you like getting in, like talk about like divorce and like, when did you feel like this is not Um, happening? Yeah. So we moved back in October of 2020 and I was, you know, going back to F45 and training and everything. I feel like everything was like fine, but like not not really, you know what I mean? It's just like all surface level. Like I'm a very submissive, like, person. I don't really like conflict. So like things would come up and I would just like, or like, just, you know, sweep it on, sweep it under the rug. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not a big deal, but really in hindsight, they, it was big deals. They were big deals and I shouldn't have done that. Do you want to get into anything that was like a big deal that you, cause I totally understand if you don't No, I mean, like examples of things that you just were submissive about. 
I mean, gosh, there were, there were, I mean, there were infidelities early on in the relationship, um, that I found out when we first moved to Wisconsin. Um, and I just had a gut feeling and, you know, he always, and I would, I would talk to him about it. Um, and ask him, you know, I just want some reassurance. Like, I just feel like something's happening here. And he's like, no, no, you know, the same thing they always say is nope. Like nothing's, I just work with her. I just work with her Mm -hmm. and then come to find out, you know, um, he's like changing his password and I confronted him about changing his password. And he's like, no, I didn't. I'm like, you're, you just make me feel crazy. Like, I know you changed your password. Why are you telling me you didn't change your password? Like, I know, I knew your password. Mm and so then I finally like got into his phone and saw evidence that he was in fact cheating and my suspicions were correct. And like, he changed her name and in his phone, just mm. like going these crazy lengths to cover it up. And I'm like, mm. here I am 21 years old, just had a kid, like in a new state where I know nobody. So I like already felt isolated yeah. and then this happened. So then, yeah. So then but after you feel that, like I have two kids with him and like, this is, right. I have to, you don't right. want to uproot their life. I, that's exactly. so tough Jacks. Like, exactly so like for me internally i'm like just you know you can work it out like you're you have to get over it like what else are you gonna do type, type of thing um so yeah that happened and so i think after that i wasn't checked out but i was just very like yeah i i don't i don't know if i see a future like if that's how you're gonna do this you know if that's how you're gonna be and that's how you want to be like i don't see yeah. it like feel like I have a future with you. But then of course I ended up getting married to him about seven years later. So, I mean, I don't regret, I don't regret anything. I don't regret getting married because I did love him. Um, but you know, things happen. So you have Jensen and Jace because of that relationship, they are here today. And speaking of everything happens for a reason, I'm sure the, the DC to Wisconsin move and you're like, what in the hell, but When you ended up there, you met a whole nother group of fit women that yes. seemed to be like our squad in DC. Exactly. And maybe you were supposed to move there to meet the people that are in your life now. Do you think totally. about that? And I always think that. Like, I always just feel like when you meet someone, like you're, you are supposed to meet, you know, you're supposed to have that person in your life. Or like yeah. when I met Erin, my Erin, mm-hmm. um, we are not even there yet, but <laughs> she just encompasses everything that I need in my life right now. You know, like yeah, everything she was telling me and like, it just, it's, it's crazy. Just, and she's telling you like as a girlfriend, like not literally like, just like, I'm just trying to like, yeah. And you're like, Matt, like you're not even looking at it like that. Right. It wasn't like she had ulterior motives. Like she's just trying to like help you out. And then it was, it was a friend basis. I was married. Like she just wanted, and, and, Another thing is she was kind of going through something similar. Um, So we kind of bonded on that as well. Like she had just gotten out of relationship and it was just very all over the place. And like, um, Mm. she, she kind of just, she would wake up and not know the person she would like get that day. So like, is she going to be happy? Is she going to be upset at something? So she was kind of always walking on eggshells a lot. And that's how I felt in my relationship as well. Like I was always walking on eggshells. Um, so we kind of, we bonded over, um, just like similar relationships. Yeah. I'm married. I've been with my husband for 17 years. There are really hard parts to being in a relationship. 
And I, I've thought about it before. I'm like, get, like, what am I even doing? Like, we are not vibing. And then you're like, you're married, but like, what was it that you're like, no, like divorce, like what, because how do you get from like things that you'll be submissive about and like, feel like this is just part of a relationship to like, I'm done. Um, yeah, I think it just, I, it got to a point where I started realizing, um, I'm 30, like I'm 30. And like, this is what I'm going to have to do for the rest of my life. Like I get one life. And if I'm not, if I'm not happy, like there's, there's no point in doing this anymore. And like, there's no point. And then exactly my kids, my kids were also another, um, aspect in that. And like, I obviously didn't want them to grow up in a broken home and have two divorced parents, but like, at the same time, I'm like, they deserve to see me happy. They deserve to see their dad happy. You know, like they deserve, um, not to be in a toxic environment. So, um, I, yeah, I just, I just kind of decided that it was time. Um, he on the same page, was he blindsided? Uh, I think we were both on the same page. Yes. It wasn't easy. Um, of course not. We, yeah, we tried to like, you know, do the whole counseling thing. And like, I think there was just too much like water under the bridge at that point that it was like, it was too late. late And I felt like I had been fighting for my family the last like 10 years. Um, so, so yeah, it was a really, really tough decision, but, um, ultimately I think me and the boys are just, I mean, we're thriving now. Yeah, I can see um, it. You're so happy. We're thriving. Yeah. We're we're very happy. How did they like, first, how did you tell the boys and how, like, what was that adjustment? Like, how old are they? Uh, they are eight and almost five. Okay. So they were seven and four, uh, at the time. Well, mm-hmm. Jace is still four, but seven and four. Um, so yeah, we, we sat him down, all four of us and, um, tears were shed. Absolutely. Um, and they, we just, they get I mean, it? We were... like, they understand that that, cause I was wondering like, if my son is three and a half, I don't know. He'd be like, okay. Like, I don't think, yeah, he would I, don't... Get it. Yeah, I don't think Jace truly understood what was happening like yeah. at all. Um, Jensen obviously was seven. So like he kind of understood, but was probably, you know, still had a lot of questions, but like, didn't say anything really. Yeah. Um, so we were crying and, you know, we were just telling them, we love you guys more than anything in this world. And that will never change. Like, you know, we're still a family that'll never change. Um, so yeah, just a lot of like reassurances and just saying like, you know, you got us, you got us both, whether that's together or separate. Um, and we just kind of really had to keep that like family, um, intact, you know, you and your Um, ex had to be on the same page, like a, everybody's great. We're a team. You're a team. I think this is such great advice for anyone listening. That's kind of like contemplating it. And it's like, but I have kids like you just explaining how you did it and how it was reacted to and that they're thriving now. Yeah. I mean, it's never, it's never an easy thing to discuss or say out loud, like, I want a divorce or like having to sit your kids down and literally tell them your parents are splitting up. Yeah. Um, it's not easy, but at the end of the day, I can say I'm a happier person. I'm a better mom. I am more like free in yeah. a sense. Like I'm, I don't feel like I'm walking on eggshells. I have my own space to be myself. Um, and that's priceless to me. So of course you're um, glowing. You are yeah. shining like I through yeah. Instagram. I don't see you in person, but like, you can just tell how happy you are. Um, yeah. speaking of your happiness right now. So you're working out at F45, 
you're going through a divorce, you have a friend that is going through kind of the same things with the relationship, yeah. you're consoling each other. When did it like, how yeah. did your, your girlfriend, right? Like it's exclusive. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. How did your girlfriend yeah. like know that it would be a possibility to like right. go for it? More squats and margaritas in a moment. Now this. If you're like me, you know the importance of eating healthy, but you also like to have a cocktail or two. I'm always looking for a way to balance out my cocktails with something more nutritious. I just found Organifi, superfood blends that make it easy to add more variety and nutrition to your day. They're delicious organic powders you can add to water or a plant-based milk. I use almond milk. I love their gold powder. I mix it with hot water and have a cup before I go to bed. Eating healthy and getting your nutrition shouldn't be time-consuming, expensive, or a pain in the ass. Organic vegetables are expensive and not always easy to find, especially if you're traveling. Organifi makes nutrients more convenient and cost-effective. Organifi's green juice helps to release stress, promote relaxation, yes please, support a healthy immune system, quality of sleep, all the things. Get the vitamins and minerals you need on a daily basis for a whole lot cheaper than buying organic veggies. Go to Organifi.com slash squats and margaritas for 20% off. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I dot com slash squats and margaritas for 20% off. Now back to squats and margaritas. Like how would she know that you would be open to it? I didn't even know I was going to be open to it at this point. So yeah, like literally I had never been with a woman. Have you been attracted to women? No, zero. No, never, never looked at a woman like that. No. Wow. I've only dated men my whole entire life. Like, and I can say to this day, I'm still attracted to men. Like you said that. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm still attracted to men. And one woman. And one woman. It's so <laughs> weird. Like I'm not even attracted to women. Like it's, it's just weird. It's and the person. It's their soul. It's their energy. Exactly. It's, it's her. It's, it's not her gender. Yes, it's, it's her. E- exactly. Exactly. A hundred percent. It's not a gender thing. It doesn't matter. It's just who she is, her heart, her soul. And um, it sounds cheesy as hell, but that's what it comes down to. So, so how did um, she yes. go, go for it? <laughs> so I, well, we met at F45. She, she actually moved back from You're Florida. You're freaking welcome she, again, Jax. I gave you yes, your I, girl. <laughs> yeah. Obviously kidding. So yeah, she, she moved back. Um, she'd been gone out of Wisconsin for 12 years. She moved back literally the day before I met her. She got in on December 20th. She walked into um, F45 December 21st and I fly in because I'm late everywhere. So I'm like six <laughs> minutes late to class yeah. and she's like sitting down watching the demos or whatever. And we looked at each other and she like looked away. But sh- now she says she was thinking like, what the hell was that? And who was that? <laughs> and I'm like, I know I felt like this weird, like energy. It was like weird. Oh my God. So then I'm working out and I just like kept looking over in her direction to like, see if she's noticing me. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? (laughs) I don't do this. This is weird. (laughs) So like, we just spent, you know, she kept coming to class. We weren't partnered up. Um, but then finally we got partnered up and, um, then she was like MIA for a little bit. And so I was asking like one of the coaches, like, where is that girl? I'm like, why (laughs) why do I care? I don't even know her name. Like, I don't know what it is, but. Um, wow. anyway, we, yeah, it's weird, but we ended up going to brunch and like connecting on that level and as still as friends, but, um, yeah, I think I just, 
casually started having feelings for her. And I was like, this is weird and different. Yeah. Um, and I think I could just tell, you know, she already, she had feelings for me because I could just tell, you know, <laughs> and why you're wouldn't stunning she? for anyone yeah. that's just listening well, to the audio. <laughs> my face does not match my voice. Okay. <laughs> <Just> oh. <laughs> um, I don't but, know what you're talking about with your voice. It's fine. You know, everyone just hates their voice. Yeah, I get it. Um, um but yeah. So, so then, did she like at one point just be like, listen, I'm I'm interested in you. Like I know you're not like how did, I'm so curious about how yeah. she went for it, knowing that you were you so you were I'm straight. You're straight, you you have two kids with a man, like, but she probably felt something. So how like I'm trying to put myself in her shoes. Yes. Like she had to go for it not knowing how it would be received. Yeah, like, like she was very respect. Like obviously she knew I was married. She was not about to cross any boundaries there. Yeah. Um, but we were hanging out more. And like to me, in my eyes, it was fine because she's a girl and yeah. I'm <laughs> I'm straight, you know, right. like I'm straight. At least There's that's what I've been telling myself every day. <laughs> yeah. The more time I spent with her, I was like, oh my God, she's like amazing. She just has like a great outlook on life. Like she's so positive, she's so happy. She's like everything that I wanted to be, mm -hmm. um, just the way she thought, you know, the, like her, her outlook on life is just similar to mine. The more yeah. I spent time with her, I was just like, wow, I was just drawn. I was really drawn to her personality. Obviously she's gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Um, she's athletic, you know, she's fit. She's attractive. She's attractive. Internally. I'm like, but could I do this? Right. Like you never considered like, it. Like it's the first no. time you've actually been like, cause why would you consider it? If you'd never been attracted to a woman, this is not something never. you've ever had to ponder in 30 years. Never. And you're like, right. it's gotta be just like, it's crazy. Like, yeah, no, this can't be, but you know how you feel. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's truly still mind blowing to this day. I'm like, I have a girlfriend. Like I what? I, I would know. never, I would have never thought that ever. Yeah. Um, You've never yeah. been, that's what's blowing my mind. Like, here's what the difference is. Literally. So I told you I will be open on this podcast. You have seen my TikTok girlfriend who does not know yes. that she's my girlfriend. But I think I can, I know what you mean there because there's only been two women in my life that I've been attracted to. And right. someone called out my language, like how I say attracted to, like, it's funny. I know you listened to the Linda Fruits episode when she was yes. like questioning, she's like, I would send this girl, like girl's picture to all my friends and be like, she's hot. Right. And they'd be like, yeah, she's hot. And she'd be like, okay. And so everybody thinks she's hot. But when right. I was explaining this, cause I'm open about it. Um, this woman was like the different, I was like, see her. She just said, my friend just said she's hot. And she's like, she's saying she's hot. You're saying I'm attracted to her. And I, right. I am. She's like, and this is the difference because you know, the girl that I'm talking about, her fiance is probably one of the most stunning women I've ever seen in my life. She's obviously yep. hot, but I'm not attracted to her. Right. So right. that is the difference. Like the yes. energy from the one that I am attracted to, I'm like not yes. going to say her name, is yes. it's her energy. It's her, like you said, her swag. It's her like, swag. Yes. yes. The other one is hot. She's very, she's hot. And I've, I've looked at women before and said that they're hot, but yes. this, I am attracted to this woman. <laughs> like, and yes. I've never felt that way about a woman ever in my life. And I'm 40, I'm 10 years right. ahead. Yeah. So I get that. And that's you, Aaron, to that girl. It's going to be confusing because my girlfriend's name's Aaron as well. I know I got it. But <laughs> like that girl that you are attracted to, like that's my Aaron to me. So like okay. she's, yes. she has swag, you know? 
apparently that my type, my type of woman is like a masculine energy yes, yes. and swag, but still like embraces her feminine. femininity, does her yes. makeup and, and embraces her femininity that way. But like her energy is masculine. Like yes. I'm not, I'm not attracted to her girlfriend because she's like too feminine for me. Yes. Maybe so- we're attracted. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's true. That masculine energy though, like they're hot but they give off masks. They're beautiful. Vibes. So it's like, exactly. but they're, they're like a dude. <laughs> yes. I, that's how I see. I don't even know what's the, the right way to explain it, but yes, that's what I'm attracted yes. to. And then I've, I've learned recently about the spectrum because I obviously I'm straight. Like I didn't know about the whole spectrum. Like nobody's completely straight or gay there. You're sure. somewhere on the spectrum. Yeah. And I didn't and know clearly about I'm this. right in the middle. <laughs> well, I just like, honestly, like when I was like, I would say I'm like a, a six or a seven. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm not a 10, right. but I am no. attracted. Obviously I'm attracted. I guess I'm doing a spectrum that you probably, it probably doesn't work that way. I was thinking about a spectrum of how much I'm attracted to women. Like I'd be 10 for men. Right. And like yes. a seven, like I'm not like five, like I'm same. We're higher <laughs> up there. I'm and up that's there. okay. I think, I think that's, um, just being human. Like there's obviously beautiful people in the world. Um, but you are, but there's yeah, beautiful. And then there's, you're attracted to attracted. Exactly. You're just attracted to who you're attracted to and really who fucking cares. <laughs> I know exactly. How yeah. did you talk to the boys? <laughs> like what so, do they, Go so ahead. <laughs> they don't know. I, I haven't sat them down. I haven't felt the need to say that yet. Just because I feel yeah. like they're so young. I will, I mean, I will be open to that as they get older, but right now I just don't feel like it's, necessary to really tell them. Um, so right now they just like, they think, you know, she's my best friend, which is not a lie. She is my best friend. I know. Right. Um, so yeah, I just, like I said, they're just, I think they're just a little bit too young to really understand. Um, so I think I'll navigate that conversation as they get older. Yeah, Um, I agree. Cause like you would tell them now and Jason would be like, okay, like, where's my truck? Like he'd be like, I told him, but I'm like, okay, (laughs) nothing really registered. Um, how did you tell your family? Like, what is your, what are your parents saying about like, how did you do that? Um, so my mom, she came to visit and she met Aaron. And at that time we were just friends, of course. Mm -hmm. So she loved Aaron as a friend. And then I think over that time that she was visiting and seeing me and Aaron together, she was like, kind of questioning, like, is there something more? I don't know. Um, but my, my mom was absolutely amazing with the whole thing. She's like, I, you know, I just want, you know, I just want you to be happy. And I'm like, thank you. Like supportive people are where it's at. Like (laughs) I have no time for, for negative or judgmental people in my life. And, um, you either support me or you don't like that's, that's kind of it for me. I love that um, you're finding that at 32 because I like just yeah. now started to like not care and not try to please everyone. Like you said yeah. at the beginning of this show, like you have one life. Why would you live it for anyone else except for you? You don't get a but second you. chance if you were happy. And why would your mom not want you to be happy? Like, of course, like, right. I mean, I'm sure she was surprised, but it's like, this is your yeah. life. And if she makes you happy, you have to do, you can't live your life for other people. That's it. So, and I think people can see how happy I am. So, um, you know, so it's, it's not an, 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 it's not an issue, but, um, I'm just thankful that I have those supportive people in my life, honestly. Um, because all all those other people, I, I really, I couldn't care less about. I love that you're yes. Um, 
don't know if this is overstepping. We can totally take it out if it is. Um, but your ex, like, how has he oh, reacted God. to that? <laughs> oh, God. No, not a, he. Yeah, he he hasn't been the best. Um, he which I don't understand. So his stepsister is gay, married to a woman. Um, but I, he is not nice <laughs> Yeah, to put it lightly. Um, he hasn't been great. Did he know her? Me. Like when you guys were married, like as your friend, like he knows the he, girl. He's no? never met her. No, he hasn't okay. met her. Okay. Um, she would come over and like, I was cooking dinner for her one night at our house and wanted him to come home from work to meet her. And he was like, very weird. Like, I'm not ready to meet her. I'm like, what are you talking about? You're not ready to meet Whoa. her. Like, she's coming over for dinner to meet you. It was very weird, but. Huh. Do you um, think he picked up on it? Like he didn't, he was trying I, to avoid it because he knew what was. I think maybe, I feel like he's like, because I told him like, you know, when you're drunk and you make out with girls, like you, it's not anything, you know, you just get drunk and make out with people sometimes. And it was like a girl when I was younger. So I think like that was always in the back of his head. Like yeah, I could be she could do it again yeah. or something. I what? can't relate to that. I've never made out with a girl, but when I get drunk, I show everybody, um, the girl on, I'm like, yeah. look at this. Every time yeah. I'm drinking, I need, I feel the need to show her to everyone. Look how beautiful she is. This is my girlfriend. And then I'm like, they did yeah. it again. Like, stop. Like, why do you show everyone this girl? So I do that when I drink, but I don't know her. She's not in my life, yeah. but that's how I, it's like your real, your inhibitions go yeah. down. And then that's like, yeah, but maybe it was something yeah. like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Well, you didn't feel anything. I still, I still feel like the same. Like I feel yeah. like if there's a, if there's a dude and a girl walking down the street towards me, I'm looking at the dude. Yeah. Like I get that. No, like hands down. And if I'm looking at a girl, it's like, okay, her shoes are sick. Oh, I like her <laughs> hair or her outfit's cute, but it's not like damn girl. You know, it's not yeah. like that for me. Yeah, like, no, that totally makes sense. Give um, me a dark-haired, bearded man, and Jason Momoa. That's my yes, <laughs> take me anywhere, baby. That's my um, type. <laughs> I think the next thing we need to do is get this girl on your show somehow. <laughs> I love that. Like one more question about how co-parenting is going. Like, if he's a uh, little weird about your new situation, has that been like hard with the boys? Is he still in the area? Uh, yes, we're both in Wisconsin. We live about like 15 minutes apart from each other. Um, okay. how's that? So been? It, it's, it hasn't been great. Uh, co-parenting has been a challenge. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's getting a little better because we both kind of have disconnected from each other. It's more of only talking to each other when it's about the kids, but still, I feel like emotionally that's kind of hard for me. Um, yeah. just because, I mean, we've been together 10 years. Like yeah. I pretty much gave this man my entire life. Yeah. Um, so it's hard to just communicate when it's about the kids. And sometimes I still feel like I will say something to him in hopes that he responds a certain way, but he never does. So it's hard. that has, yeah, it's just, it's a lot of emotional, uh, like emotional roller coaster. really. It's like the ups and downs and some days are amazing and some days are hard um but that that's the healing journey I guess um so yeah. it all comes and goes but um I think one of my biggest goals is probably to have a better relationship with him as our kids get older because obviously we're going to be in each other's lives for many years to come yeah so if we can be on the same page 
um, and kind of just be better than what our situation was growing up. Like we both had divorced parents and like, they really couldn't be in the same room together. Yeah. Um, so I'm just, I'm not trying to have that for my kids, like at, you know, graduations and birthdays and, um, just big moments in their life. I would love for them to have both their parents like next to each other, like rooting them on, you know, not having, yeah. yeah. And they get to still see him. He's in town. They get both, like you said, get both of us. No one's leaving. Do they ask questions? Like, I'm just thinking, I'm, Think of all the scenarios um, like that you don't really know, like it's daddy coming. They understand. Like, is he dating? Has he moved on? I, I, I would think so. They're like, yes. I don't know if he's dating um, exclusively. He's probably juggling a few. <laughs> um, who knows? I try not to get into that because. So it I doesn't bother you at all. Like I'm mentally, I can't handle it truthfully, but yeah. it is what it is. I, I know that's what I, I, that comes with it. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, I'm that makes sense. Thing, I get it. So I, yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Um, and it's still fresh. It's still, you know, it's yeah. been like seven months, so it's still really fresh. A lot of emotions, um, mentally, you know, emotionally. Mm-hmm. So, so there's a lot of growing to do, um, in both of us, me and, and him, um, you know, as parents, as co-parents, it's, it's a lot to navigate for sure, but, but we're doing happy. it and yeah. And, yeah. As long as like you, what'd you say? You were submissive about things. Like you finally were like, this is not for me. I'm 30. I have the rest of my life. And you found this happiness for someone that's listening to this and is contemplating. Not that I'm saying like, tell them how to get a divorce, but is like <laughs> yeah. not happy. Do it. <laughs> you came out on the other side, like, and they're, yes. they have kids they are staying together for the kids. Like, what would you tell that person? Yeah. That was another thing for me. My kids, my kids, it's like, your kids will adapt. They're so resilient. My kids are already back in their own, this new routine that we established. Um, so I would say, do it, do, do it for you. Mm -hmm. Listen to your gut. If your gut is telling you, you know, you deserve better, you deserve more. I would say, listen to your gut, follow your heart. Um, it's not going to be easy, but it'll be worth it. And as long as you're happy and you're okay with your choices and you're okay with how you got there just live a life that's authentic to you thank you so much for listening to the squats and margaritas podcast if you haven't subscribed please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode and i'll see you next week for a brand new episode of squats and margaritas